0: It's a very special day on the calendar with the Boxing Day test kicking off today. We're a bit cautious looking out the window of the weather conditions. I'm nervous, I think would be the best way to describe it, about how much cricket that we're going to get today. But one man who's got eyes on the pitch, which more importantly is better than the little square window we've got at the back of the production room here at SEN HQ, who would be able to give us some insight into what the MCG. is is doing and what it's looking like this morning. It is a pleasure to welcome Jared Whiteley to SEN Breakfast this morning. Jared, hello,
1: Coxie, Bryce. Merry Christmas. Lovely to be with you.
0: Merry Christmas to you too, and great to have you back in the commentary box as well. What's the pitch looking like, or is it still under covers at the moment at the MCG? We can see it,
1: so that was the main thing driving in as the automatic wipers were going uh, along. Along City Link is, would the covers be up? And they are, so preparations are underway for the first ball at 10.30. And the weather, the forecast promises that we will get underway uh, and then we'll get interrupted as the day goes along. So the, the covers are, are still hovering, but Matt Page has begun his work and the, the mowing of the outfield is happening. Uh, it does look splendid that we didn't quite, I know the rain was persistent yesterday, but it probably wasn't, as much as had been feared, so I imagine the outfield will be okay. And it is, uh, it is warm, as has been referenced. So, yeah, the the pitch is showing. It, it's got plenty of grass on it. It's not quite as green, I don't think, as it, as it has been um, the last couple of years while they've been working out how to to embolden this pitch, which I think Matt's done in a splendid way. Uh, it doesn't quite look as threatening as it has done, but. In the Shield matches that have been played this year is batting has been a very difficult task.
2: Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, Gerrit. You're absolutely right. And uh, that's what I wanted to delve into a bit. It's, it's not going to be a, a placid MCG wicket. There is some pace, there's some bounce and it seems. Uh, how are Pakistan going to uh, withstand this incredible bowling attack that uh, keeps producing for Australia?
1: I think it will be incredibly difficult. As, as the test match went on in Perth, we got our case study of why it is so difficult for this country to perform on these shores, is they haven't lost 15 in a row in Australia by accident. So the conditions are so foreign, and they get a look at them so rarely in their career that once Perth broke up, uh, what did they last 30 and a bit overs? So uh, this will offer a challenge. It's, I mean, pretty fresh in the mind is that English side getting rolled on morning three in an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be hugely challenging. Uh, you're a better place than I am, Bryce, but Shield teams have been winning the toss and bowling here. and That's certainly what Australia has done in recent times. So there's every reason to think that Pat Cummins would, would send Pakistan in and, and see if, um, if they could route the tourists again.
2: A bit disappointing, no. Scott Boland, of course, the MCG specialist. He's been uh, rested all the way through. He's played every second game in the sh- in the Shield season, ready for this moment, but uh, didn't get the nod. And I suppose Pakistan getting rolled out for about eighty uh, in their second innings over in Perth uh, contributed to some fresh fast bowlers flying back to Melbourne. But uh, it's a bit of a shame, I-, I suppose, from a Boland fans and home ground advantage. But uh, Australia rock solid with their lineup. Um, no, no changes to be had. Uh, did you foresee anything that may have uh, swayed that opinion? No, because
1: it's test two rather than three or four in the natural scheme of things, this is the fourth test of the summer and you would start to see either some wear and tear or a willingness to rotate. So I think it's a terrible pity uh, if, if we have a, a horse who's a specialist for a course at Scott Boland here at the MCG, but the frontline attack is still fresh and they were firing in Perth so it felt like once that happened quickly is that's that's the way that it would go um I so there are seven tests here there are five in Australia and two in New Zealand that frontline attack of three won't play them all but yeah this is only the second test of the summer so the occasion um it suffers just a fraction for Boland's absence because he became that cult hero so quickly with his exploits on this ground. And it's his home ground. He's a useful tool for Australia but we'll see him at some point later in the summer.
2: Jerry, what's your thought on this current a- attack? I-, I guess the combination, I posed the question, is it as good as we've seen uh, going into a Boxing Day test? Uh, there's some been reflections back to the Lilly era of uh, a good attack around that time. We're, we're sort of looking at Lee McGrath, Clark and Warn on, on a screen here a little bit earlier, but uh, it's probably a bit stronger than McDermott, Fleming, Mark War. Warren and May. Two spinners at the MCG at a, at a period back uh, some time ago. Is, is it as good a balanced attack as you've seen for Australia in a Boxing Day test?
1: Yeah, I think the three quicks are all greats in their own right. So, in what you've just said, and it's not to run down Stuart Clark in any way, but he wouldn't qualify in that category. So, the combination was fearsome and excellent, but that this is clearly superior to that. Um, you do, you, yeah, i um, Numerically, they're they're a quartet that Australia has had unrivaled in Test cricket prior to this, in the number of Tests they've played and the number of wickets that they have taken. Nathan Lyons' landmark milestone in Perth further elevates him. Uh, yeah, I I think Stark, Cummins, and Hazlewood is just such an unrelenting and fearsome attack, and all three will will end up as as Australian greats, and that that's incredibly rare. And certainly, uh, you'd have to go back a bit further, I think, than the, the attack you just mentioned to, to come up with some to rival it.
0: Speaking with Jared Waitley, who will be leading the Essien cricket coverage in around 50 minutes' time, we'll hand over to the team at the MCG. Jared, what's been your take on the Usman Khawaja situation? There's been... Further developments over the last couple of days with the reports that he leaned on Cricket Australia and the Australian Cricket Association in designing the dove that he wanted to use on his bat, I think it was, and and shoe, and that has been declined by the ICC. How are you reading this situation?
1: He's committed to, to what he would like to do and he has made great inroads on that front. There's nobody oblivious to what Usman Khwaja's message is, uh, and his his plea for for compassion, I, I think above all else, uh, he has. Um, so the, the writing on the shoes got the front page attention, which it was always going to. So that that's that's calculated. He probably somewhere in his mind knew that he would get knocked back for for the Test arena on that front. So wore the armband. Probably the only bit I, I didn't like was. He tried to pretend the armband was something else in the explanation post. It is, I heard in real time, what was put forward by Cricket Australia. It was quite clear the armband was a continuation of what he'd written on his boots. And then it was it was an artful and deft touch to put the dove on the boot. But there's he's in a position now where there's no sidestepping what he's trying to do. And it's the overall message that the, the ICC is resisting on those on those um, political rather than humanitarian grounds. So they're probably at a stalemate for the time being is it doesn't matter what Uzman Khawaja chooses, it's still going to fall under that umbrella for the ICC. So Khawaja is going to either have to continue to, to break those guidelines and risk whatever penalty goes or um, make his point forthrightly when, when he speaks on his social messaging, when he's at training. And all of that has a significant cut through, like like few sportsmen in this country have achieved in recent times. I think so. Yeah, his his overall is well served. He would like to get it into the Test theatre, but it is a stalemate with the ICC now.
2: And that's right, Jared. He he does have the the other uh, platforms, I suppose, uh, to be able to view his. Uh support and 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 view anyway so I, I think that's uh that sort of covers that off I'm interested Jared. just from your perspective um you cover all the great sports in in Australia is this does this hold a, a special one is it up there in the top three maybe number one or where does it sit on a boxing day test morning yeah
1: I have the three great days of sport in this town and this has always been my home uh, uh grand final day Melbourne cup day and Boxing Day, and they all have their their own rhythms. Um, there's this incredible build-up of Grand Final Day at the end of a week. Um, Melbourne Cup Day sort of dawns rather peacefully at Flemington and, and builds to to, the, uh, to a maelstrom. And Boxing Day is entirely different. Um, it's it's a single day's cricket that belongs in a Test match, so it, it doesn't. You don't get a results on the day. It's got a wonderful festive atmosphere to it, so maybe even more so than the other two, it, it has its um, it has its rhythms and traditions that belong to small groups within a big crowd. So there's, there'll be seventy odd thousand here today. And not many of them will be first timers, I would imagine. A lot of them will maintain. Uh, traditions that they have built along the way, who they meet, where they meet them, when they come to the ground, where they position themselves, seats and bars, and um, when they uh, when they're committed to the cricket and when they're they're drifting off into their <laughs> social affairs. So it it, it is uh, I feel like each is distinct, and we are so spoilt in this town to have them. And then you could add to that um, the the men's final of the Australian Open, which is. Um, which, which I guess, a bit like the grand final, is so focused in on on those few hours at the end of a a couple of weeks. So, no, I love coming here for Boxing Day. I admire all those who get here for the first ball, knowing how punishing the the last couple of days can be. (laughs) Um, I'm amazed. I got in the car this morning and heard the first traffic report, and traffic was building around Chadston and DFO. So those are the people I don't understand. The people I do understand are those who are coming to the MCG today to... To add top line sport to their festive occasion,
0: and as we let you go, Jared, this morning, how is the Christmas ham being deployed in the lunchbox today?
1: Yes, yeah, so I had a fridge full of leftovers this morning. <laughs> uh, it was it was actually too intimidating to pack anything, <laughs> so they, they they do a lovely lunch here. But that that is a lot of what you do see today. Are, are people who? They, they are well catered for inside and from outside the ground. The, the Christmas leftovers are, are put to great effect
0: around the cricket on Boxing Day. It was intimidating as you left this morning. It'll still be there when you get home as well, Jared. <laughs> enjoy the call today and enjoy the occasion and hopefully we do get some... Uh, well, a fair bit of time out on the ground, given the forecast. Good yep, on you, The Gerard. sun's
1: actually broken through, so it's it's quite a pretty sight here at the MCG. Long may it last. Yes, Magnificent.
0: indeed. Uh, thank you to Gerard joining us live from the MCG as we build up towards the Boxing Day Test. Day one getting underway at 10.30 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. This morning, our coverage here on SEN, led by Gerard, will take over in around 45 minutes' time. So stay tuned right throughout the day, because not only do you get the test cricket but also the two big batch matches that will come this evening.